Have you been scrolling through many, many, many film podcasts thinking there's far too many of these? Or have you been thinking there's something missing? There's something we're not quite getting. A waffler from Northern England reviewing films, for example. Welcome to oh, Review It Yourself. No politics, no pandering, no point. Welcome everyone, welcome to oh, Review It Yourself. This is episode six, seven, something like that, in the, I'm so professional, in the Defend It Yourself series. We have Stu from Stu World Order. I, I keep wanting to say Stu World Orders. I don't know why, I just think it would sound quite interesting. <laughs> I should I should just rename it that I should start serving a little charcuterie tray with every episode maybe if you branch into food reviews maybe (laughs) Um, I was I was I was like thinking about the intro earlier thinking stew world hors d'oeuvres there's something in that there's definitely something in that um we're here to review uh she's the man uh the 2006 uh comedy film and yeah you're gonna you're gonna be pleasantly surprised Stu, I think with this one because I I really enjoyed it. There was oh, a mo- excellent. There was a moment at the beginning where it, was, it felt a bit painful, and I was thinking, "Oh, I'm not another shitty American comedy." <laughs> no offense, America, but I seem to and like this defendant series is just like every random American comedy that's ever been made, and then also to have like an American comedy that was all about football. And I'm not saying the s word because. <laughs> it, uh, as my friend Bill would say, it, it hurt my heart every time they said it. It was just like, oh no, like, like stop calling it that. And you could tell, like, when when you've played football, you've been brought up in a country that plays it, and you watch it every week. You can really tell when someone can't play football. Like the scenes where she, <laughs> Shani Tatum, who I thought was great in this, is teaching her how to play football, even though she was meant to be good. Because whatever, I didn't quite get that. And. <laughs> They're like he's teaching her how to do an overhead kick. Like, trust me, anybody out there, you do you, that, that's not a skill that it, like, you don't need to be taught that. It's just something that you give a go every now and again. Like you they don't have like they don't have that in football. You don't you don't try it on the pitch because it's gonna be that rare that you actually have the opportunity to try it. Right. There's no point in doing it. And that whole flick up and kick thing, I'm like, what the hell is that all about? <laughs> we don't do that either. And also the, the other bit, um uh like I tell you what, well, well, I'll start at the beginning. I'll, I'll try and be structured for once. So, She's the Man, it's an adaptation of Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. And it's kind of like, I think the best way to describe it for me would be Mrs. Doubtfire meets Mean Girls. That's kind of how it feels. It's like if you mesh those two films together. Steve's I can kind of see that to a degree, yeah. Less so the Mean Girls, but the Mrs. Doubtfire part definitely makes sense, yeah. Yeah, um, so the idea is that um, basically um, at the start, um, there's this last, and her soccer team gets cut from her school. So she decides because her brother's gone to London, as you do, as a, as a, however old he is, without your parents' permission in America, you must just. Yeah, he's clearly go. he's clearly in high school. So. Well, yeah, because I, I am I right in thinking if you to leave the country, you need your parents' permission if you're under is it 21 or 18 or what? I don't know. America. I don't. I mean, who knows what has changed like since September 11th? Because I was. 20 when september 11th happened but i mean i definitely flew before september 11th without permission so i don't know oh, okay yeah probably yeah yeah um i know but he flies to london yeah i mean first off anybody who chooses to go to london you gotta look at the, some life choices but secondly <laughs> you're thinking about what you, anyway so and he gets back really quick with like zero jet lag like he should be asleep for a good anyway um so 
yeah, the girl's, uh, her team gets cut her school. She decides to basically go to her brother's posh school, college. I don't really know how it works. Um, and her boyfriend, Justin, is like the captain of the men's team. And he's just like, he doesn't see the issue with it. She just dumps him. She's pretty funny. Um, and then there's a really weird bit where the mom has the hots for her boyfriend. Like, yeah, that goes nowhere. Like, that doesn't develop into anything in the movie. But yeah, she... Thank God, Stu. <laughs> Yeah, it's an odd little moment where, you know, Viola says, like, I broke up with him. And she's like, oh, why did you break up with him? And Viola says, why don't you date him? And she seems to consider it for a second. A bit before, she's like, but he's so hot and strong and whatever <laughs> else. And you're just like, oh, God, like what? Uh, her brother, her brother's played by um, the kid from Final Destination 2, Timmy, who's killed by pigeons. And okay. <laughs> he's, there's a lot of Final Destination links in this film, actually. The, the, the actress who played his mom, Plays like the prissy organizer later on. Uh, she was in it. She's the one who gets killed by a head taken off in a lift. Find this name to a great film. Um, and then obviously I watched it. I was like, is that Shannon Tatum? Because he's really, well, he's not young. I think he was about 20, I think he was like 26, 27 when they made this film. He was a lot older than the others. Um, but they, they put, I mean, he, he looks young. So I suppose it he does. He looks a lot younger than what we're used to seeing him to the point where I watched my or I watched this with my wife and she's a big fan of his. And whenever he came on the screen, he was on the screen for like a solid minute or two before she was like, is that magic, Mike? Yeah, well, because he's, he's a lot less, he's, he's a lot stringier, isn't he? He's a lot more. Lean. Yeah. So he looks like a kid of about, I don't know how old this was, 17, 67, whatever this might be. So it looks like, he looks like, uh, somebody would somebody that age would be. Uh, he hasn't obviously. He's not as jacked as he is for like Magic Mike and stuff like that. No. A little bit like when I watched. Um, what did I watch recently? I watched Sunshine uh, with Mark from Recently Sunny Movie Podcast, and Chris Evans is in that 2006 pre. Yes. Yeah. Pre, like it's post. Uh, oh, sorry, not, uh, it's post. Uh, well, the same year as Rise to Silver Surfer, but it's pre Captain America, and he's so skinny. Like he's not skinny. He's like normal. But yeah, like, he's just not what you expect yeah. Chris Evans and to look like. Like, because like, yeah, obviously, without used to seeing him, you know, big dot buffed and full of serum. But um, <laughs> whatever he's got, I don't mean like I, I'm talking about the film. <laughs> thing, I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he's jacked upon anything. I'm just saying you know the, the movie. It was a movie reference, right? Um, so just probably says I'm saying you can't say that about Chris Evans. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go further. I was never a fan of Captain America, the first one. But as as somebody said to me, well, you're not American. I said, well, that's a bit short-sighted, but all right. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, that was the other bit that I was dying to get to at the start about football. I'm not saying the S-word. I'm not. Um, it, it hurts. Like, why I'll probably have... say it because uh, that's fine, what I'm used fine, to calling fine. it. But how, why does America have to be different? I, it, it was invented over here. It was invented in this country. It spread to Europe and all the world. Like, why do you have to be different? Like, it's just... Anyway, we we decided to call something else football for a sport where the foot touches the ball like five percent of the game. Oh, yeah, I just, I, yeah, I it's, it's abject nonsense. Like I'm an American, I will always call American football football. I will call football soccer because that's how I've been raised. But like, yeah, the the name football for the game of American football makes zero sense whatsoever. I <laughs> I freely admit that. I can't, yeah, I, just, I I can't. It's just it's a line I will not cross. My, um, <laughs> So if I say it once, I'll say it. Um, so yeah. So and then there's a bit where Channing Tatum's character is saying, uh, "I'm a," I think he sees his centre forward or something like that, which makes sense. But then he says, "Oh, these are my roommates from over the way, over the like 
in the other apartment that they're uh, they're halfbacks. And I was thinking, what the hell does that mean? Like that does that's not a term you hear in football. If you mean centre backs, as in defenders, fair enough. But I'm like, what are wing backs, as in players that are on the wing and run up and attack and defend? Fine, but halfbacks. I think is that from American football? Or? There is a position in American football called a halfback, but <laughs> you'd think the people who made this movie would understand football. They would understand the game. Like I didn't know halfback was not a position in that game. I I just was not aware of that. So to me, whenever they said that, I'm like, sure, that's a position. Why not? Maybe maybe. Maybe America, maybe in American college sports, they use that term for what possibly, but I, but I've yeah. never heard it before ever. Hmm. Um, so it was a bit, oh, okay, because it because I kind of went, hang on, isn't that from something else? But anyway, I still need someone to come on for the uh, explain it yourself series, and I'm milking these eat yourself series as far as I can. <laughs> um, to uh, to come and talk to me about American football to be fair, because for me, it's like rugby without the excitement, but anyway, um. <laughs> I'm just being honest. America's my biggest audience. No, dude, you, you, can you like what else. you like. Soccer is not for me, so I get it. Like, I, I completely understand. I, I feel bad because I go out to eat sometimes on Sunday, and it'll be, like, the part of the year where there's not a ton of sports going on, and they'll be showing a soccer game or football on the television. And I feel like we're gonna, just going to fight about sports now. So you can just tell me if I'm wrong here. I feel like in the 20 minutes to half an hour that I'm out eating, I watch players sustain no fewer than like four life-threatening injuries. Yeah, footballers are known for being a bit soft. Like, like rugby players, like rugby players have been known to play with fractured skulls. Right, yeah. Ruptured testicles, like literally, like just, <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I'm like, guy literally ripped a bollock almost off and continued to play a rugby game in the olden days a german a german goalkeeper in football oh what was his name can't remember, i think it was a for west germany anyway I, I don't want to get his name wrong but uh, was it gert muller i can't remember i'm not sure he played with a broken neck it's like <laughs> the 70s, 70s he 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 collided, with, he collided with a player and then there was a penalty shootout and obviously it's like black and white but you can see in the pictures that were taken he's He's got a slight crick in his neck. Yeah, he went off and he broke his neck. So that, that's how footballers used to be. Yeah. Um, whereas now it's it's they're like trying to push it towards being almost to the point of a non-contact sport. And it's just like, oh, really? Because um, I mean, my my team's in like the second. So no, you're right. You, you I can't disagree with you on that. Um, I'm trying to get sidetracked too much. Just edited an episode there where I, I, we was just all over the shop. Um, it really was it really was we did we did saving private ryan and we talked about saving private ryan for half an hour and then everything else for an hour so i i know how it rolls i'm fine pretty much my podcast i mean (laughs) as i said before unless i'm doing like a serious review like blackfish or something uh, or a documentary or something like that like i don't think anybody comes to my podcast for like oh i want to deep dive into films and find out what the budget was and find out what the act it's like no you know you're not going to get that because you can go Google it yourself. You can go search it and read about it. You don't need, like, surely people come to podcasts for entertainment, like they do with radio. Uh, I'd, I'd like to think. I'm, I'm the same way on my show. I don't give, like, a here's a list of all the actors. Here's the date it came <sighs> out. Here's the no. budget. Here's what it made. Like, that stuff is just, like you said, it's not particularly interesting to me. So hopefully it doesn't put off listeners on my show either. But I'm the same way. I'm just like, let's get into the, the meat of the movie. If you want the details, go to Wikipedia. That has yeah. all of that information. <laughs> this is for me to give my thoughts and, you know, 
share what I think about the movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then we get, I was like, oh, no way, Vinnie Jones is in it. Yes. Um, and it was, he's just hilarious. But even he's putting on, like, he's, like, peated his accent a little bit. He's, he's going for more of a higher class of accent, which is quite amusing. And it's funny. Then, he, he came on, and again, I was watching it with my wife, and she was like, who's that guy? I was like, I'll never be able to explain it to you, but he's in a bunch of things. His name's Vinnie Jones. Like, you've seen him. You never knew his name, I promise, but he he's in a bunch yeah. of things. He was a, he was a professional footballer. Um, oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. There's a famous photo of him and Paul Gascoigne. Uh, I don't know if you know, I don't know if Americans know Gascoigne is. Um, I do not. It played for England in the 90s. He was an unbelievable player. Um, and there's a picture of uh, Vinnie Jones squeezing Gaz's nuts. Uh, <laughs> It, literally in the game it's a really famous uh photo uh so yeah yeah so he was an actual footballer he, if you want it i tell you what Stu, if you haven't seen this film and anybody who's listening because i seem to be putting in random film recommendations in all my podcasts without realizing it um go and watch mean machine the vinnie jones version now they okay. did like the longest yard with sand right They've done yeah. a mean machine i think did you mean machine with burt lancaster or something like that Oh, was it Paul? I can't remember. There's Burt like, Reynolds. Oh, Burt Reynolds, yeah. Burt Reynolds did the original The Longest Yard. Yeah. So okay. then mean, mean Machine is basically like a British soccer version of that. Okay. Um, and it 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 stars Vinnie Jones, uh, the grandpa from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I can have David something. <laughs> David, oh, an Irish actor, I can't remember his name. He's not long since passed. And a very, very young Danny Dyer, who probably you won't know who that is in America either. But he's, yeah, anyway, um, that's one for the English, uh, British people listening. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so so that's, that's a film to go watch, Mean Machine, um, early 2000s, maybe 2005, something like that. Okay. Um, anyway, at, at the beginning, it was it, it was a bit painful to watch at times. The humour wasn't really landing with me in the first, maybe 20 minutes or so. I was thinking, oh, God, not another, not another. No, 100%. I, I obviously really like this movie. That's why I came on to defend it. But every time I watch this movie, I get a solid like half an hour in mm. and I'm thinking like, this movie's not as good as I remember it. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely going to knock my score down. And it's it's the second half of this movie that yeah. really carries yeah. it for me. But no, you're 100% right. This movie is hard to get into. Like the I think Amanda Bynes is ador adorable, but she keeps doing all this weird, like, attempts at physical comedy and weird faces that don't land ah, for okay, me early see, on. Early on, it doesn't, no. Uh, see, the film feels slightly overlong, but I think that's not a problem with the back end. It's the beginning with the front end. Like, yeah. Or edit that front end down, because, like, they did, they go over a bit much about the soccer teams. Oh, God, I've said it. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> You've ruined everything. <laughs> oh, God, the bedrock of my life eroding beneath me. Um, yeah, so there's... there's <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it was a bit painful. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you the exact moment when it starts to kick up. It's the dream sequence she has where she's in, a, she's in like, the, this prom frock, uh, the big pink frock. And she looks like a meringue and she's running around the pitch and she goes to kick the ball. And they have these ridiculous moments as well. Even in real life later on where a player goes to kick the ball, misses and does a pirouette and then lands on like, that doesn't, that doesn't happen. Like your football's <laughs> not like anti-gravity. Like it's not zero gravity. Like what? So that was a bit I will, I will say for me, the part where I thought it really started picking up where it kind of turns is when David Cross comes in as the headmaster of the school. I oh. I love him. This was around the same time that Arrested Development was on and he's just playing the Tobias character as uh, a, a headmaster. He, I see, I know him from Small Soldiers. He's in that. Okay. Uh, he plays one like the scientist dudes in the beginning of that. 
and he is also, and of course, for what I know him as as well, is Scary Movie uh, 2, where he's like, I can't feel my legs. He plays a guy in a wheelchair. It's just, it's just, oh, he's just hilarious in it, but just yeah. such a creep. He seems to play like really off the, I, I've never seen Arrested Development, but he plays very off the wall kind of characters, doesn't he? Yeah. Very kind of, uh, oh, he's great because like, like he sings and he's just very, I mean, to be fair to the character, it never tips into anything uncomfortable, like nothing to do with that. But it's, no. it's just like, it's, I'll tell you what it's like. It's like those he's, teachers he's you get delightfully awkward. Oh, yeah. And it's like those teachers you get at school that like try to be really kind of down with the kids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you think, you think, just no, just like, just <laughs> stick to your wheelhouse in there. But I did like, I like that scene where there's the teacher talking monotone and it just pans on the classroom to all the different kids and then there's just this kid with his head down on the desk and just drool all on the desk he's like <laughs> and to be fair it gets it gets to be quite funny uh and then i thought when she's trying to make uh well there's like a love triangle um and she's trying to well as a he he no, she's trying to <laughs> it's hard she's trying to it's get hard the, yeah. she's trying to get the other lads to accept her as sebastian right which is her brother right and they look eerily similar. Like, it was a good choice for them. It really was. It was, And uh, from yeah. a distance, you kind of went, oh, yeah, that looks like. So, and she decides to use all her teammates from the football team to come and pretend to be her brother's ex-girlfriends until the crazy ex, uh, ex-girlfriend ex turns up. The actual one shows uh, the up, The actual yeah. one shows up. Um, and, yeah, I, th- I thought after that, it was getting, it, like, and then some really good lines starts dropping, like, girl, sorry for the accent, but I, I can't do this without it because I enjoyed it so much. Girls with asses like mine do not talk to boys with faces like yours. <laughs> I was like, yes, I was laughing my life. I thought that was great. Um, Amanda Crew, that's who plays the girlfriend, uh, uh, the the dark haired girlfriend, the one who he he she dumps in the pizza shop. Oh, okay, um, yeah. She she was in Final Destination Three as the main characters, <laughs> as Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, Weinstead's sister, the main character's sister. There's there's lots of Final Destination links in this i don't yeah, know i've why. seen the first final destination so if it's not linking to that one i am unaware maybe it's a series i know from the second one the thing with the log truck because oh, i feel like that's just amazing. been amazing that's just been ingrained in our memory the about the log one, truck we're we're all terrified to drive behind those oh, yeah. the third one is um the a roller coaster fourth okay. one is i don't know if it's nascar but it's some kind it looks like nascar and the fifth one is like a bridge collapse. The fifth one, actually, I would argue is the best of the series. I've reviewed, heard the fifth oh, one is honestly, good, actually. Because it, it did that really strange thing. Like uh, The only film series I've ever seen do it is maybe Mission Impossible, where they seem to get... like The fourth one was kind of meant to be the last one. It was called The Final Destination. And it was, you know, th- it was in the craze of 3D. And it was it was okay. It wasn't too bad. And then, then you've got the, the fifth one, which was because the fourth one did so well they brought a fifth one and it was called Final Destination 5. And basically what it did was it, it added extra rules in, like it didn't destroy the existing rules, but what it did was it did this thing where it said, right. Um, you know, in the other, in the first film, like if, if you died, um, if, you, if you like death had a list and you could skip it, if you save someone in the second film, it's not a massive spoiler. But in the second film, they discover if you can get new life. So like a baby's born. Uh, from somebody who's meant to have died, that's new life and de- it disrupts death list. And that kind of stays the same for the rest of them. The fifth one adds in a rule that if you murder someone, you get their remaining days. So the fifth one becomes this really dark 
it, it becomes more like a uh, you've got like detectives trying to solve what the hell's going on, mm-hmm. and then you've got the main characters who realize, and it's a lot darker than than the first four. It goes back to kind of what the first one was like. Oh, I thought it was great. It was I did, I, anybody who's listening, I, I reviewed all of the Fathers Nations back when I used to review on my own, if you can remember so far, um, <laughs> which I'll be coming back round to soon. Uh, I'm going to be doing more solo episodes just because it's just easier sometimes. Uh, and I've got, yeah. Um, I, 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 my show has one solo episode. I came home and I know you're not a fan. I came home and reviewed the Batman and that was my one solo episode. And it's like that episode's 15 minutes long because left to my own devices without someone to talk to, I just, I blow through everything I have to say and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, I find I go on random sides. Like my most recent soul episode was, what did I review? Something. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what it was. Like, oh, knowing Nicolas Cage. Oh God, that was another sad series. Pick it yourself. Anyway, milking it. There was, um, someone gave me a big box of DVDs and I thought, I'll just pick a film out at random every now and again. <laughs> and, and I picked out knowing and watched it. And there was a bit where the, the, the son of the main character is like, I'm a vegetarian now. The dad's been stuck there, Nicholas Cage, um, at this grill. And uh, basically, I just went on like a couple of minutes of, if, if you cook my barbecue and come out as a vegetarian and I've got meat there, you're going home hungry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you choose to eat what you want, but you don't tell me until you get there. I'm not, I'm not like, there's a bit of salad over there like, and a bread roll. But you, and a bread roll. I'm not rushing out for like Linda McCartney sausages. Sorry. But uh, yeah. other vegetarian sausages are available. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You don't, you don't have to do that on these. It's just the BBC does it because they they, they, uh, they can't like they can't do product placement for anything. So it's, oh, okay, um, that's interesting. It's, just, it's meant to be it's meant to be funny, but it, it might be to some people. Uh, yeah. So anyway, oh, and Amanda Crew is also in Sex Drive. Do you remember that film, two thousand seven? I knew of it. I never watched it's it. It's quite but... good. Well, imagine I was about fifteen when I watched it. So maybe that was <laughs> those two thousand comedies are rough. Like I, for the first time ever, based on. How big of a fan I know our friends over at the Contrarians are that podcast. I know they really like Euro Trip, so I watched that. Oh, I like that. I like that. I film. was it's gonna so say stupid. maybe just watching it for the first time, like as like a forty-year-old, I watched it. And I was like, "This is terrible." Is that the Everything... one where? Is that the one where he has to dance off with a mime? <sighs> that uh, sounds right. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, there's, that the, is. there's the bit where they accidentally end up in this kind of really seedy knocking shop. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bring out the Flugamagahugan or whatever. It is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like it has it has moments. I'm not going to sit there and say I didn't laugh at it, but it's a typical 2000s comedy where like 80 percent of the jokes are gay jokes, and it's like, oh, this is not aged well at all. Uh, no, well, yeah, it's nightmare, isn't it? Well, no, Sex Drive's a lot like that. But then, yeah. Oh, anyway, sorry. Find Destination Five. Uh, <laughs> no, another thing that has got a twist ending that's kind of. Okay, it's, I wouldn't say it's up there with the sixth sense, but it's, it's pretty darn good. Wow. Don't see it coming. And then when you see it, you're like, how the hell have I missed all those clues? Like, it's right in your face all the way through. And yet you just you just don't see it. You just, I didn't see it. They, so, should, they should put that on the, the DVD art for Final, Destin, for Final Destination 5. This movie's just like the sixth sense, Sean, from Review It Yourself. Hey, you've got all the dreams, Stu. <laughs> hey, there's some podcasts who get, who get there, have had yeah. their DVD covers. I'm like, that, that, that's my, that's what I want to do. But for something horrific and just give it, just at this, you know, some kind of ridiculous, the, the uh, better than Jaws. I want to be that. <laughs> Better than Batman, Batman and Robin. Better than Jaws. 
That sounds like me. Yeah, yeah you gave it a 10. That episode hasn't come out yet. It's coming out soon, but you, you gave it a 10 for yeah, God's I've sake. Spo- I've spoiled that on like three of mine <laughs> already. I'm so looking forward to listening to that. Um, you and Bill were horrified. So <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, anyway, we'll move to. Oh, yeah, again, you don't need to master an overhead kick to, to be good at football. And as you said, Amanda Burns, she carries the film. She's funny. A comedic expression to the second half, a spot on like the biggest laugh I got was the bit where she's kind of, she obviously she's in the men's changing room and they Channing Tatum walked past in her, in her, who's her roommate and his best friend anyway, with like a robe, a towel around him and she kind of finds herself staring at him. As you do, it's Channing Tatum for Christ's yeah. sake. I mean, I'd look, stare at Channing Tatum her. too. And you just with envy. And then she, he walks past her and then a guy walks up to her and like in front of her and just drops his towel because he's getting changed. Oh, it's yeah. the first way she's just like, oh, oh God. Like, <laughs> he holds the ball up in front of her face. And yeah. I thought that was really funny. Um, And then, oh, yeah. What's with that Malcolm guy? Like, he's a bit creepy. Like, he's got a pillow with like Olivia's face on it. <laughs> Not <laughs> Olivia's face. Uh, What's her name? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Olivia. I always, I kept getting Olivia and Viola mixed up. I was like, these are all the same letters. This is hard. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, and to be fair, Channing Tatum, I've not seen him in a lot of films. I haven't seen like the Magic Mike because I've no interest. Um, what have I actually seen him in? I don't think I could tell you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've ever seen one of his films. I but saw he, Bullet Train yesterday, and that's by no means a Channing Tatum vehicle, but he has a cameo in it, uh, and he is he's great when he's allowed to just have a small cameo role. Like, uh, if you saw. This is the end, I think it's called, with Seth Rogen. Okay, yeah, he has he's a humorous him. cameo in that also. I uh, the only film I've seen Channing Tatum, I've just remembered because I remember seeing it, uh, seeing White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen, and not thinking White House Down was great, but I thought he was good in that. Yeah, it was a bit. I mean, I was going to say he was a bit of a Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, no, that off. movie it was literally the same costume for Christ's sake. It was Die Hard in a in, in a, a in, in a the presidential White House. limousine, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I thought I thought he was he was he was good in it, and he was he played. I was I was surprised. I thought his character was going to be this stereotypical jock, as they say in America. Um, but he's he turns out to be quite good natured, doesn't he? Um, and then, because the the girl who's pretending to be her brother, she is like so stereotypically male. It's it's it, that's what the comedy. She's like, and she's talking. She's talking, is it for Christ? She's talking really kind of derogatory about men because uh, not about women because she's trying to act like the stereotypical kind of like college lad. Yeah. Um, but then this like trying to kind of like, why do you always talk like that? And that's quite there's some nice scenes there actually. There's some it's surprising, yeah. Their, uh, their chemistry is really good in this, yeah. but apparently she had a bit of a crush on him. I mean, to be, I mean, I mean, it's Channing Tatum, don't yeah, we yeah, all? Yeah. <laughs> I have a crush on Channing Tatum, it's fine. <laughs> And oh, that was speaking of crushes, right? Are kissing boos actually a thing? Because I mean, obviously not not in today's <laughs> times with you know infections and whatnot, because they've just they've just been invented. What what's the like? That was just like what the hell? And like that the creepy eighty year old dude waiting. I'm like, <laughs> and the flipping eight year old kid or however twelve year old kid. It's like, what the hell is this? I've never seen one, but it's definitely a convention that they put in movies. Like, hell, didn't Joey King launch her career off of, like, a trilogy of movies called The Kissing Booth on Netflix or something? Like, it's clearly a thing. It's like quicksand, I think. Movies will tell you that it's everywhere, 
but then you go out in the world and you never actually see it yeah yeah that's oh, i like that yeah this, yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> kissing booth is the quicksand of uh fairs <laughs> yeah definitely um and, and i really i really like the the part where they have they have the fight um there's a couple of fighters one in the bathroom uh, in the toilet oh there. yeah and then it's really really funny and then there's the the bit where they have the fight is it in this no it's at the fair yeah they end up crashing into a popcorn stand and yeah, just i mean it's just really destroying weak. it it's really weak like what was it made out of like t- like <laughs> kindle wood is they just collapsed <laughs> like like balsa wood honestly which it probably was um and then the, the popcorn was everywhere and amanda's character she she stands up uh the main character she stands up because she's actually dressed as she's a girl at this point just go see the film, you know what I mean. And uh, <laughs> and she stands up, get a mouthful of popcorn, and it's all down like a brown. And then she's like, yeah. and she's like picking it out. And I, I, I thought that was just a really funny visual. Yeah. Um, like this film is really stupid, but I really enjoyed it. Like it wasn't like it's not one of those films like some of the Defend It Yourself films I've watched recently, where they're so stupid they just insult, and you're just like, this isn't funny. This is just insulting me as a. It's insulting my brain cells and killing them. Um. I thought it was, I really enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, this, the, the reason I picked this is like, I don't think this movie's like widely reviled or anything. I, I don't think people hate this movie. I think people just don't know about this movie. Yeah. It kind of came and went. It doesn't have a lot of fanfare. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has like a 40%. So I figured like, this is my highest rated movie on Letterboxd that has that low of a score on Rotten Tomatoes. So I, that's how I figured out what movie we were going to do. And I, I genuinely like, I have a four star for this on Letterboxd. I really enjoy this movie, but I don't think it's, hated to the point where when I told my wife like hey we're gonna watch she's the man you're gonna watch it with me it'll be great she looked at me and was like isn't that movie really racist and I was like I don't think so and then we got like 10 or 15 minutes into this movie and she was like oh I was thinking of white chicks oh oh (laughs) so she didn't even know this movie existed so we're watching it she's never seen it before and she thought it was white chicks by the name yeah oh well i suppose the premise is similar isn't it dressing up yeah dressing up as the other gender yeah yeah well that's like Uh, saying you thought this was mrs doubtfire (laughs) oh robin williams isn't in she's the man (laughs) (laughs) it'd have been really good if he was Uh, (laughs) well yeah everything would be improved by robin williams yeah yeah absolutely um (laughs) and i just there's some great there's some great lines like the is it the man or, or the prissy woman the, who runs in when they're having the fight uh, the girls in the bathroom and she runs in and she's like ladies disagree they say it with her eyes and i was <laughs> that really made me laugh because i was like yeah that makes sense just the look of like just the, re- the just, evil just the look of you you know oh you, know you do you know you know what you've done um and then the the line is just like malcolm have you ever tried to run away in high heels not that easy and that's yeah. the, David Cross has such good lines. Yeah, it's just he just passes that off like nothing. Like, yeah, that's you know what she's saying is true. I love the bit at the end where they try to do the reveal, and obviously it's actual Sebastian playing soccer, and he pulls his pants down, and David Cross just walks off like, oh yeah, thanks everyone. This was a skit. I yeah. Uh, yeah, So speaking of the, the, it all comes to a head in the football game uh, at the end where she's playing her ex-boyfriend's team. Um, and it's all like the her brother's coming home a day early from London, um, bloody London, and so 
because the brother comes home early, his ex-girlfriend finds out that Viola's actually been playing him. And, yeah, and Malcolm does as well, who's like the nerdy, the nerdy one. Oh. Guy who talks to his pet tarantula. Yeah, who's named after a character from the book. Is it Marv Marvolio or something like that? That's it. Yeah, Marvolio, yeah. Um, and uh, the other thing about the end though, like the last football game, it's like like face paint for football. That's, that's not a thing. Not here, it isn't. I've never seen face. Oh, where they they flip the coin? No, no, Is that's that what... that's no, that's in it. No, where they got the oh, actual okay. face paint on? Oh, the face fun. paint. Okay, yeah. uh, that's not a thing. That's... That seems like a very American thing. Yeah, but only one of the two schools did it, so maybe it's just an Illyria school thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, and they have they have numbers on the front as well as the back. That are the same size. That that was like what? That doesn't anyway. Oh, they don't do that. Yeah. yeah, that's like a that's like an NFL thing anyway. Like you have numbers on both sides of your jerseys, so that makes sense. Yeah, that's probably where the Americans would get the inspiration for putting them on both sides. Then. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I think the England football team have had little numbers here, but but oh, I can like, picture that actually. Now but, that you say that, okay. But, like regular teams, like the team I support, we don't we don't have a number on the front. So that was a bit of like, oh, it's a bit weird. But yeah, I, I suppose it makes sense. Um, and then I thought, yeah, they, they actually did look like twins. It was quite impressive. Like I, which usually when you watch a film like this, where it's like, uh, I don't know, like, like a Mrs. Dap, well, not Mrs. Dap, that was good. Like a, like a white chick. <laughs> like, a, like, a, no, like, a, like a white chick. So like a, no, I meant like the makeup was good. Like a white yeah. chick or, or something like that. You look at them and people, there's, oh, no, way, okay. there's no way anyone's going to believe that. You know, No one Whereas, buys that yeah, those yeah. are two white women. They look like hideously <laughs> deformed monsters in that movie. Well, <laughs> Whereas, um, okay, I was just thinking of the scene with it. And I need you. That came <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah. The, the, the funniest bit in it. The, what was I talking about? Yeah, the thing like they actually look like similar. Yeah, um, and then and the, the 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 bit where I laughed the most, like I really laughed because I was just like, oh god, like I actually covered my face, like no, this is not the way to reveal this. Is where um she reveals to Channing Tatum's character, like she just she's trying to explain to him what's happened. She just goes, I love you, and he's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like what the hell is going on? And everyone's like, what? Uh, but yeah, and then the bit where they don't believe she's a girl, so she's like, "Oh, really?" And then she flipping, she pulls her shirt up and shows her lovelies, and you're like, "What on earth is?" And then, then the dad said exactly what I was thinking. The dad just leans over to to like his ex wife and goes, "Is, is it just me, or does this soccer game have more nudity the most?" <laughs> but yeah, a little bit, mate. Yeah, I mean. And I love her reaction, like when she's sitting there and she holds it up for a second and then you get other people's reactions and then the, the camera comes back to her and she's just like, okay. It's just such a good reaction. Like, I I don't know what happened to Amanda Bynes in recent years. Like she she had a weird career within a couple years of this movie coming out. But boy, in the 2000s, she was just so effortlessly charming and gave such good facial reactions. She was such a joy in this movie, I think. Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't don't know what I've seen her in. I might have seen her, and she she doesn't look the same. Then I don't know, but I've I've watched, I I watched this, and I thought you should have had a career. I was gonna say similar to, what's the lass's name? Um, have you seen Bridesmaids? Oh, Kristen Wiig. No, the other one, the one. Melissa the one McCarthy. Like, that's the one. Oh, okay, yeah. She's a she's an actual she's a funny version of her. Like, I don't think yeah. Kathy's that funny, personally. Or at least she yeah, I'm not a huge she fan. She has she moments. Yeah, but she doesn't pick roles that are particularly 
show her strengths. Anyway, yeah, I, I would have thought she'd had a, she would have had a career like she'd gone through a career like that. So I'll be interested. I mean, I don't know how, what she went on to, but uh, to be fair as well, right for the football game, the penalty that lad gets the ball. So I don't know why that's a red card. I don't know why it's a penalty kick because he gets the ball. I'm like, mm-hmm. she just does a bit of a somersault. And it's like red card. You're off. Like what? That's not so the part the part you'll have to explain this to me because you're getting to it. The part I didn't understand is uh-huh. I I have watched some football, soccer, whatever you want to call it. She gets tripped, and they're like, "All right, this penalty kick is for the game." And I'm like, "Is that how soccer works?" No, I think because they don't do a very good. Um, they don't explain it very well because they don't because for some reason they have the scoreboards are really American. Like we don't have scoreboards out here. Those are like hockey scoreboards because I've seen like Jack Frost in films and so anyway. Um, <laughs> I've got Slapshot to watch. I've never seen that before. I've just ordered that. Anyway. Um, oh, Slapshot's good. Yeah. yeah. You, you'll probably my like d- that. My dad recommended that to me. I was like, oh, I'm talking about hockey. And he was like, have you seen Slapshot? I was like, no, <laughs> what is it? He was like, it's Paul Newman. It's great. I'm like, oh, no, I'll watch it anyway. So no, that bit, I think it was because I think there was like not very long left. There's 90 minutes in football, 45 right. minutes, 45 minutes, and then added time for subs and fouls and whatever. because the clock doesn't stop right so like no, if it takes no. you 30 30 seconds to substitute out then that 30 seconds gets added to the end of the game i've never yeah. understood the rules it's about like, 30 seconds it's 30 seconds of sub i meant to be and okay then, and then so if you have like six subs it's like three minutes i always uh, feel like soccer ends when somebody just decides the game is over it well, just seems the, like the they play to an arbitrary amount and then the referee well, comes out and is like we're done well yeah well the ref decides with, with the amount of subs and then with if there's been stoppages in play, because the refs can't stop their watch, but it doesn't stop the watch in the state, like the clock in the stadium or oh, on, the, on the TV okay. you're watching. So the refs going right. Well, you've taken two minutes to if so if there's like someone gets injured or I don't know stuff like that, it does get stopped. There's been discussions for it to be stopped, but Jesus, they worked out once if you stop, if you stopped every time the ball went out of play, you'd add on like twenty minutes because it, there's anyway. So yeah, <laughs> they say oh it's the penalty for the for the match. But it, it will be because it'll be 2-1 unless the other team score. But you gather it's right at the end of the game. So the only time, if if it's a cup game or like a World Cup or a Euro, and it's a knockout, so whoever loses goes out of the competition the other one goes on. Sorry for explaining it like you're a kid, but anyway. No, so I don't I don't know. So, so, <laughs> so after after extra time, because some of the some of the competitions now have gone straight to penalties. So after 90 minutes, if it's a draw. They'll go to penalties straight away. Okay. I think, I think does the Champions League do that? I can't remember. One of them does. Anyway, most of them go to extra time, which is 15 minutes, then a little mini half again, and then another 15 minutes. So it goes to 120 minutes. And then if, if it's still a draw after that, it goes to penalties. And that, that's when you have a penalty shoot up. So that's the only time a penalty could win if the person on the other team had missed and you had to score a win. But yeah, they don't kind of explain it very well. They kind but of even sh- then, on the penalty kick, she makes the kick, the goalie saves it, and then Channing Tatum kicks it back into the net or something, right? Like, he is that it. how penalty kicks he work? I thought, like, no, the ball. Oh, that's in- right. Well, the ball's in place, so if, if, if the keeper saves it and it stays on the pitch, you can kick it back in. I had it okay. back in, over and kick it back in. It's all these sports have different rules because there's a penalty shot in hockey but it's just the player and the goalie. And if you don't get it in on one shot, like nobody else is there to like start continuing the play. So that's what was throwing me. Okay. Yeah. So those rules are the same in a penalty shootout, but that was a penalty kick in a game. Okay. In in a game. You don't think about it. It's yeah. So if it was a penalty shootout after extra time, then you're not allowed. If the keeper saves it and it 
stares out the goal and you can't kick it in. This this episode is so much less my defending she's the man and more my learning about the final destinations than soccer's. Welcome to review it yourself. (laughs) What more more could you ask for? Yeah. um, Honestly, I said said to my mom uh, the other day, I said, I am doing more for UK-US relations than the the president or the prime minister put together. Well, yeah, especially the current ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um, so, yeah, um, was that the end of my notes? Yeah, so I enjoyed that way more than I thought it would. And because, um, well, because I thought I was going to have to start making some kind of, uh, some kind of way to end the episodes, although it, it doesn't end them immediately. We've got, I don't know if you've heard, I think it's only been out, I've only done it twice, and only one of those is out. For the first person I did it with, with Bill. So it's everyone's favourite unknown podcast ending word game. And it's called Taking the Pith. It's P-I-T-H. It's a play on words. Okay. Um, and so basically what I'm going to do, there's a word I've picked out of the thesaurus. There's a word I've picked that I would use to describe this film. And it's like an emotion, so that's one of your clues. Uh, and I'm going to read out the other, the synonyms for this, not the actual one. So these are the ones. So it's sincere, profound, deep, cordial, warm, earnest, and fervent. And you cl- another clue is that it relates to an organ in the body. Nothing rude. <laughs> so heartwarming? Heart? So close. <laughs> I don't know what other organ it could be. Liver? No, no, no. You've got the right organ, but it's not oh. heartwarming. It's heart Heartfelt? Else. Yeah, there you go. That's it. And uh, we did this on the face of episode that went out on that, that's just gone out as of time of recording. And what was it? I picked a word and it just went off because I was trying. It was, uh, it was, what was it? Was it erratic or something I picked? Oh. No, it wasn't. It was a uh, 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 imitate. And I, and it went on for that long that the I was trying to, I was like to Brett and Leah, right? Okay, I'll give it. It's like when you get frisky with someone, I was trying to get them to say intimate because then it would get to <laughs> <laughs> and it just it just became Brett from uh, I could get in this podcast just Randy fresh it was hilarious um so we'll, we'll see where it goes but it, I think it's just a bit of fun if nothing yeah. else it means I get to use my thesaurus for whatever else so yeah that's awesome come learn some words um <laughs> so yeah I mean I, I really enjoyed it to be fair I um yeah I think like especially for the era this movie came out in the mid-2000s it's a studio comedy and it's about a girl dressing up like a boy like, I really thought, I mentioned Euro Trip earlier, I thought this movie would be a lot more like gay panic humor, and it's really not. Like, there's not a lot of gay jokes. Like, I think there's one scene where, like, Channing Tatum and Viola dressed as Sebastian, like, they hug each other because there's a tarantula scaring them, and then they're both kind of like, uh, and separate. But that's it. Like, there's not a ton of gay jokes in well, this I, movie I, or I, just, see, I didn't think that as a gay joke as such. I think it's because they, like, they huddle because they're terrified. Yeah. Because the the weird fella's uh, tarantulas got loose in their bedroom. I mean, no offense to you, and I'm not massively frightened of creepy crawlies, but if if me and you are sharing a room and there's a tarantula in it, I'm jumping up and hugging you. I don't care. I don't <laughs> like that. As long as I get off the floor. Um, and I'm not even bad with spiders, but a tarantula is another beast altogether. It's, I think it's because they look at each other. And I, I took it as, like, she... Because she's a she, like, she does she, things yeah. with her eyes. And I think she, like, gazes at him a bit and they're, like, they kind of panic a minute because there's another bit where... There was a really funny bit where she's hugging him 
and her hand just all of a sudden starts oh, like, yeah. down yeah. his back and he's like what are you doing <laughs> so just slowly moving down yeah i i was certainly when i started watching it, i was thinking oh god this is going to be a bit of an odd one it's like the only other one the only other film that's similar to this is uh it had the kid from Airbud, and he's in Dawn of the Dead. Kevin Segers, is it? He did a film called... Um, oh, my God. It was like a Freaky Friday, but it wasn't Freaky Friday. Um, where he swapped, he swapped body with his, with his, like, his neighbour. Um, no idea. What the hell was that called? <laughs> Can't have been memorable, can it? Um, yeah, yeah, because it was... Because it was it's kind of in the same realm, isn't it? Because they did... Um, 13 going on 30. No, that yeah. was that was Hillary Swank, wasn't it? No, that was Jennifer Garner. Oh, yeah, sorry. What's the other one with Matthew Perry out of Friends, wasn't it? And Zac Efron played his younger self. That was Oh, uh, Zac Efron. Yeah, um, okay. I know of the movie, seven, but yeah. 17, 17 again. That was that one. Okay. And then what was the other one? That's going to annoy me now. Uh, Kevin Zegers. What um, was it called? <laughs> <laughs> Not that it matters. Oh, it's a boy girl thing. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, that 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 is like this, but like really like you watch it and you're like, oh god, like this. It's just like really immature jokes, and then you just like this is not about being in the other sex's body and yeah. all the things that come with that. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Anyway, so um, it's just a bit odd. That's not a particularly great one. Yeah. So she's the man. I enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah I I obviously liked it. I I'm glad you didn't hate it. I'm glad you enjoyed it too. Because like I said, it's a forgotten movie. It doesn't have a good Rotten Tomatoes score. But I I Rotten think Tomatoes like, is rubbish anyway. A lot I've of the times, tomatoes, yeah. Not tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes. Is <laughs> this oh god, Americanisms are seeping in oh, slowly but surely. I watched Bullet Train yesterday. I told you, and I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I mean, it's not like. It's not Citizen Kane, but it's a really, really entertaining movie. And it's sitting at like 54% on yeah, there. And I'm just yeah. like, how can that be? This movie was really good. I, know, I don't, I don't know. So I just, well, I don't, I don't believe the scores after time anyway, to be fair, because they renewed them all the time. And I have no interest in what the critics say. Like, I don't know who's paying them, what access to getting for their reviews. Like, I don't, I'd sooner put a podcast on and be like, right, what did you actually think? You know, because people generally, because there's nothing in it for them really yeah there's yeah. nothing in, in it for like indie podcasters to be like this i don't like this film or i love this film like i can't think of anything better than like the director of the mummy reaching out the mummy 1999 and being like oh <laughs> yeah. we really liked your your review like, we <laughs> not james that. whale from the 30s reaching out to you i mean i'd be frightened i'd be <laughs> really really frightened um <laughs> well i was thinking about the 2017 one but oh right right yeah but uh we won't go that filth um <laughs> That's not, that's not a good film but on the other hand like, there's nothing like that's what i mean like you know my feelings on the batman um which yeah. I'm, I'm slowly weaning out of my reviews it's only taken me about four or five months um like literally <laughs> dude i get it like it's it's three years later and i still take any opportunity i can to trash midsomar so i get it whenever you have a movie and everybody else loves it and you just can't wrap your head around it yeah. it it sticks with you forever so you'll still be talking about the batman in years i promise oh, you it's midsomar um it's not jordan peele is it no no it's oh. ari aster uh oh it's funny i because i i well it'll be uh before this at time of when this comes out but i coined a new phrase the m night Shyamalan effect which is basically oh, yeah. where, where a director um, like Christopher Nolan does Tenet, which is too much, 
or Jordan Peele does. Uh, well, I haven't seen it, but the new one. Oh, I really North, liked Nope. Nope, is it? Yeah, but I really I've, liked I've not it. Seen it yet, but this is just the discussion I had with the other. Uh, I just, yeah, but I, I did like uh, Get Out. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But even then, people were complaining because it's like bloody British coming over here stealing all our movies. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the time, yeah, like Hugh Laurie was over there for years, who's who is British, uh, English. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this, it's happened quite a few times. <laughs> we seem to, like British actors even go over there, put on an accent. Tom Holland, there's another one. I was going to say, I was thinking of Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield. I was like, you keep sending people over here to be our Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, but they're not as good as Maguire, so I suppose, you know. Ooh, hard disagree on that. I thought Garfield was a good Spider-Man, a really good Spider-Man in terrible films. And I thought Holland, those films, like No Way Home, I loved it. I can't say I didn't for the nostalgia. Yeah. But the other two were just forgettable popcorn Ooh. fodder. Like the second one, Jake Gyllenhaal was decent as Mysterio, but the first one, they're just like, they're just generally a bit, of, they're just general MCU generic fodder. Listen like, to, listen to my current episode as of recording is on the first Spider-Man movie, the first Tobey Maguire one. And I, do you know, I tried to watch that recently. It's, it's been put on Netflix. I t- it's I terrible. It, I watched 20 minutes and I turned it off. I was like, oh, this is not, the second one's great, but the first one. Like, yeah. Yeah. The piercing, I was like, this, what the hell? That's what I say in the episode. I'm like, everybody thinks you love this movie. And you did when it came out. I'm not arguing that. I love that movie when it came out. Rewatch the first Spider-Man movie. It's not a good movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's funny though. It's it's like the, those rose-tinted glasses. It's that kind yeah. of... I mean, to be fair... Uh, a podcast said that to me, like, oh, I think you, you, you've, you're like, you're, you're trapped in nostalgia. And I'm like, I'm not. I just, films aren't, aren't as good uh, on the whole as they used to be. But for a variety of reasons, like the, the selection at cinemas is smaller. The films are in there for a much shorter period of time. There's too much on streaming. There's, there's too many superhero films. Whether you think the, the best thing since sliced bread or not, um, then Listen, don't put my podcast out of business. We need those superhero <laughs> films. No, 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 no. And uh, <laughs> Josh over at Talking Smack, he, uh, no, 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 no. To, uh, superheroes, movies, animation, comics. So no, I wouldn't, uh-huh. I wouldn't put them out of business either. But no, no, of God. If you just, if you've seen the lineup they've got, it's like, here's the next 10 years. Yes. Complete yeah. Nullish, God, complete God bless shit. Marvel. God bless Marvel. Like they know they're making money and they are going to get every penny they yeah, can out it, of it. It's, it's dropping quick though. I mean, they barely broke even on a few. Like they really yeah. need their... I just, I just like, just chill it a bit. Just calm it. <laughs> I just want something. I just want different options, a bit of variety, but what can you do? Um, yeah, I just, I'm just miserable. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, I've just had like, I've just had too much of them. And everyone, everyone knows this, so what can you do? Yeah, yeah, um, that's, I get it. But yeah, definitely. Like everybody's allowed to just not like a genre. And if people don't like superhero movies, I don't hold them again. I don't hold that against them any more than I expect people to like, I don't want to watch a Western. I just never do. They all feel like the same thing. And despite you brought me on for Saving Private Ryan and I rightfully gushed over that movie, that movie is even better than I heard it was. I still don't have any interest in war movies. Like, yeah, there's a lot if of you, rubbish if, out there. If you ask me right now, like what happened in Dunkirk versus what happened in 1917, I have no idea. They were the same movie. Although, like, 
20 years apart. But, but I mean, like the, the stuff that happens in it. <laughs> yeah, like just... they weren't even the same war. You're right about that. <laughs> but like what happens in the movie, it's just like, all right, like there's a plane flying overhead and somebody looks at it and bullets hit the ground and dirt flies up and somebody's hiding in a building for a while. Like every war movie looks the same to me. Now, is that a valid opinion? No, that's a shitty, stupid opinion, but it's my opinion. Well, it's, it's valid because it's yours. Yeah, this, but I this mean, is like... something that's getting forgotten, right? Around the world, uh, and I won't n- name any countries, but it's worse in some countries than others, is all I'll say. People are forgetting that everybody has their own opinion and yes. everybody's opinion is valid. And even if that opinion is absolutely horrendous, <laughs> as, long, as, long, as long as they're not like asking, they're not inciting anything, they're not asking, and by that I mean threatening people, as long yeah. as they're not doing that, yeah, all the point I was trying to make is that opinion, the opinions, Everybody has one, and everybody's is valid. If it's the, if it's theirs, people seem to forget this. Like just because like everybody gushes over Skyfall or Spectre or No Time to Die, which I thought were all terrible when it came to James Bond movies, and I love James Bond movies. Just because I dislike the last four of them, doesn't mean my opinion's invalid. I like you with with uh, Midsummer or Midsummer or whatever it's called. Um, you watch a film and you think, what am I missing that everybody else is seeing? And you try again and again and you watch it and you and each time it's like, nope, nope, yeah. don't see it, don't like it. And everyone's yeah. going, and then it annoys me. Everyone else is going, but it's amazing. Like you, you're not seeing what I'm like, no, don't try. Like I'm watching it and I'm going, no, it's not good. I'm never gonna besmirch anybody for saying they love Midsommar. Like, I'm glad something came out that made you that happy, but you will never convince me I'm missing something. I've seen that movie twice and both times I was like, this is terrible. Like this isn't even just not good, it's awful. <laughs> and so it's like, you're never gonna convince me I'm wrong, but I'm never gonna try to convince you you're wrong. I'm happy that you like it. I'm happy stuff comes out that other people like if I don't like it. I'm happy stuff comes out that I like, like she's the man. If the rest of the world hates like that's fine like if everything came out and was made for me that would be a boring world like i want there to be stuff out there for everybody and i'm never gonna say like you're dumb for having this opinion i always stress as hard as i can like if i don't like a movie i will say it wasn't for me and then i'll give my reasons why or if i do like a movie that other people don't i will say well it just stuck with me and i'll give my reasons why but i'm never gonna say like you know, you're wrong. Yeah. Do you know who sums it up? Except best? that if you like Midsommar, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who sums it up best for me? Our, our mutual friend, Bill, from okay. Bill Reads Bad Reviews. As he says at the beginning of his, as his podcast, obviously he reads bad reviews. It says it on the, on the top of the show. Um, bloody good idea. He says, re, like, remember everyone, it's just a show. That's, yeah, it's that's like no, it's, it's just no, it doesn't remember one, it's just a movie, and that's that's what it should be. It's, it's just a film, it's just a bunch of people pre- make playing make believe pretend that they are somebody <laughs> else, like just get over it. Like, yeah, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, a bit hypocritical of us to get movie podcasters, but all I'm saying is, <laughs> is that like, don't worry, like, don't worry that if you like hate oh like i know americans think some and canadians think hate is strong but you hate something and you think i, I don't it's like the batman i never ever and I, this is not this is not like a trash t- uh, take or any of that rubbish this is my opinion i'm never gonna watch that film again mm-hmm. i don't want it if the dvd was given to me i wouldn't watch it i'd, I'd <laughs> put it in my case and all the others and leave it like it's six hours of my life i've seen it twice 
Yeah. That I'm never going to get back. And I'm not <laughs> happy about that. I'm not happy about that. I could have done something else in both. Like, and then everyone else has got it's amazing. I'm going, it really isn't. Like it like it's like let's it's not the Dark Knight. It's not even the Dark Knight Rises. Like let's no, I, Oh I, no, I agree. Those are both better than the Batman. But then again, I'm a bit weird because I don't think Batman Begins is as good as people remember. Like I just don't I, I don't know what it is about that. It just doesn't quite I think because it goes a bit and it's weird for a Northern film, but the whole bit at the end with the gas and the what are they called? What's that place called? Not the shadows or the the, the like the slums that they have, but it's got any yeah, it's called. yeah. Um, the, the those like it, the CGI and stuff looks so bad and it becomes really cartoonish for an Nolan film, which is surprising. And I'm like, oh no, it doesn't quite. Whereas, like, The Dark Knight, top notch, mm-hmm. and even The Dark Knight Rises, that I just I thought that was outstanding, but a lot of people are like, oh no, I didn't quite like that much. I'm like, well, Dark Knight Rises is another movie. Uh, I watched it once in theater, didn't think highly of it. Somebody drew it for my show and I watched it for the second time ever. And I was like, holy crap, was I wrong about this movie? <laughs> I loved it the second time I watched Dark Knight Rises. Well, I mean, I, I've, I've been wrong before. Like, I, <laughs> how arrogant does that sound? <laughs> I've been wrong before. No, all I mean is that I've, um, it's like when I saw Casino Royale. Um, God, I've only been about 14. When that came out, 2006, Daniel Craig's first uh, film was Bond. And I didn't like that one when I watched it at the cinema. I thought, oh, well, it's not really Bond. It's like, there's no gadgets, there's no Q, there's no M, there's no money penny, there's no... Like, it was very stripped back. But maybe that's the age I was. And you watch it back and go, you know what, actually, I, I, I see what, what I was missing now. Whereas films that I really enjoyed when I was younger, now I watch back and I'm a bit like, oh, that's... Like, like, well, Dying of the Day, which is Pierce Brosnan's last one, was such an awful end for him, really. And the CGI, oh, my good Lord. Um, <laughs> but, but like, other films, that I can't really, like, Goldeneye, I think, is brilliant. But then I suppose it, it depends on what you, what you like, I suppose. But it's a funny one, isn't it? We've, that's what I like about films. Like, everyone, it's like A Night at the Roxbury, right? I, I thought it was terrible. <laughs> but, you know, Randy and but Steve, Somebody was Randy defending Steve, it, yeah. man. Yeah, Randy and Steve from the Decision Reel, uh, they 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 loved it. Yeah. So you can't you can't you go that that's lovely, but it's everything I hate about American films. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like it, but this movie is everything that's wrong with the world. <laughs> Not the world, just America naturally. Just America. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. No, it was just just it's just that kind of asinine basic level humor that you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, like this is from a uh, coming from somebody whose country practically invented like fart and toilet jokes you know um i know we're not exactly you know <laughs> not not pioneering in the in you know in the high quality stuff sometimes but you know you just think oh just no neither no i'll never watch that again either i i ordered the dvd as well and then found out it was on netflix and was like oh yeah. that, D- that dvd will never get played that'll just sit in the box uh yeah but no, thanks for coming on, Stu. Uh, would you like yeah, to tell? Absolutely. Um, would you like to tell everybody um, where where you're from, where where you're from, where where your podcast is, uh, where they can find it, and like what 
your spiel is and, and what upcoming episodes you've got. It's the shameless plug section of the episode. As I Absolutely. So the podcast itself is Stu World Order. We review random comic book movies where I have a big comprehensive list. I have guests give me three numbers. I tell them what three they drew and they choose the one they want to come on and talk about. We have a very balanced discussion where I insist every movie has ups, every movie has downs. So we talk what we think are the ups and downs of the movie. Then we get to the end and we give it a final rating out of 10. In addition to the podcast, which, you know, you can find on pretty much any podcatcher. If you find one, it's not on, let me know and I'll put it on it. But, you know, Apple, Spotify, it's it's out there wherever you listen to podcasts. But in addition to that, I have my website, swoproductions.com, where we have new articles every single weekday. Uh, We've been starting to put some fiction on there. So we've got, in addition to movie reviews and lists and, and TV talk, we have actual some fiction on there. So hopefully people will enjoy that. And we are on Twitter at swoproductions.com. And that's Stu World Order, people, not Stu World <laughs> Orders. Indeed. I, I <laughs> couldn't spell that. Uh, I know it has like an apostrophe in it. I don't understand. I could give it a go away. It'd be an umlaut because it's the French, isn't it? Be the, the, the line above. I think. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's some kind or of the, punctuation the, that doesn't need to be there. Or is the umlaut the double dots, which is the German? Oh, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since I did French and German. Um, yeah. So, no, thanks. Uh, <laughs> thanks a lot, Stu. I've never been the most proficient at winding up episodes. <laughs> never. And I was going to go through a new rating system, but we don't do that for the Definitive Sound episodes, only because, well, people have picked films they love, so what's the point in me saying, oh, here's the rating system. But for anybody who's forgotten, just before we go, we'll read through. You know what? This is pure. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. This is just selfish. I just want to see Stu's reaction to these ratings. So oh, no. Is, this is the new... No, it's a good thing. So this oh, okay. Is, no, no, what is it? Just because I think you'll laugh. I hope you'll laugh anyway. Otherwise, that's going to be a terrible uh, fall, isn't it? But the, So this, these are for the regular Review seven episodes. So we're going to go from... Well, it's like from one to five. So um, one is the worst. You give it and five is the best. Right. Okay? But it, it's not a numbered system. So one is the reason I've never done drugs is to avoid experiences like that. That's the lowest rating you've got. <laughs> the second one up is I probably won't watch it again. Third one, which is right in the middle, is I'd watch it on a plane. <laughs> Number four is I'd buy it from the pound shop slash Dollar Tree. Dollar I Tree. I don't <laughs> that's know that's what we have. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if Dollar Tree sell DVDs like the pound shop, but that's what I'm sticking with. They have some, uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, like yeah, refurbished. Yeah, that's cool. So and then the top rating is because I'm slightly old-fashioned. Is um I'd buy it um I'd buy it on special edition two disc DVD slash VHS and the VHS, VHS. was added VHS was added at request of uh, of the guys at the decision wheel actually because they had Night of the Roxbury on VHS on so VHS like, that's crazy yeah well I've got Batman and Robin on VHS but that, that's about it um so, so yeah those are the ratings so if anybody wants to uh, check those out uh shameless plug myself go check out the regular review yourself episodes. Um, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, everybody. I certainly have. How much of this is staying in the edit, I don't know, but that's my that's my episodes in a nutshell. <laughs> Probably all of it. But uh, no, thanks for coming on, Stu, and thanks to everyone for listening. <laughs>